Welcome to the Creative Brew, helping you keep your creative juices brewing. We're giving out chunks of insight, motivation, and practicality for your creative journey. If you're a creator, athlete, or entrepreneur, luck can only get you so far. Having the right skill sets are critical in your success. All Skill No Luck makes handcrafted, custom-designed flannel wear. Made in the United States and based here right in Oceanside, California. They pride themselves on quality, creativity, and attitude. The perfect brand for the Creative Brew. Use promo code CREATIVEBREW10 and get 10% off and free shipping within the United States. You can check them out at allskillnoluck.com. My next partner is Elevate Coffee Trading, and if you appreciate specialty coffee, enjoy outdoor adventure, and love helping elevate the lives of children around the world, then you're going to love Elevate Coffee Trading. Their mission is to extract hope through love, coffee, and adventures. There's free shipping in the United States, and every bag of coffee helps sponsor health and education for children in coffee-producing countries and in areas of need in the United States. You can use promo code ELEVATE21 on your next order, and you can follow their journey on social media at Elevate Coffee Trading. Or you can visit online at ElevateCoffeeTrading.com, and let's start extracting hope together. And this show is brought to you by Tennessee Grappling Apparel, based out of the Knoxville area. Lifestyle wear for the modern wrestler or grappler. Use the promo code CB10 on your next purchase at TennesseeGrapplingApparel.com. New episode of the Creative Brew, giving you insights on your creative journey. Today, we're back in Oceanside. I've been on a ten-day trip back on the East Coast. Had the opportunity to meet with hundreds of kids, meet with new coaches, learn technique. Be, I mean, just having the gratitude and the opportunity to be able to connect with with all kinds of people. Always in appreciation, and at the same time, too, we're actually doing some more, like I said, I think this opened up the door for more speaking engagement. So this is something I've been wanting to transition towards and something that I've been wanting to do. So always in appreciation, always in gratitude for everyone that was able to connect with me, do the camps, do the clinics, take pictures with me, uh, talk to me. And you know what, I'm, I'm really just doing a, a observation just as far as just, just things that you know, I had the opportunity to do always, like I said, I, I really, honestly, I really didn't get a chance to see a lot of my family. Uh, I, I went to go see my, you know, my, my, my grandkids and you know, my nieces and nephews. And, and um, yeah, I, I mean, it's just one of those where I really didn't get a chance to really uh, connect with too many people. Hey, and welcome to a new episode of the Creative Brew, giving you insights on your creative journey. Today, we are back in beautiful Oceanside, California, and getting back to a normal schedule. I'm actually going to be back on the road here pretty soon. Uh, me and my wife will actually be uh, traveling to, to Australia for a couple of weeks, so uh, I plan on recording some new content from over there, uh, checking out some new coffee shops, uh, experiencing some new things. But yeah, it's been a whirlwind, um, you know, coupled in with making sure that I get my client work done, uh, making sure that I connect with you know, the fighters through my Just Heart brand and make sure those things are done. So I have a lot of moving parts going on. Um, and at the same time, too, keeping, you know, staying consistent with this. Um, also, too, I, I recently just partnered up with uh, B Money Beeston and where we're 
pretty much trying to create a an affordable wrestling shoe. Um, so going into that market, uh, I, I know you you usually have your um, bigger brands there. Hey, and we're back with a new episode of the Creative Brew, giving you insights on your creative journey. Today we are back in Oceanside and just got off of a 10-day trip back on the East Coast. I went to Pennsylvania, Kentucky, Tennessee, being able to connect with a variety of people. Um, I had the opportunity to be able to, and for people that don't know me, I, I'm heavy into, into wrestling, and I had the opportunity to, to go to different camps and actually uh, be able to speak to, to a lot of the, the campers and, and a lot of the, the wrestlers and people that attended my camps or clinics, or if I was going to a camp, I was able to connect with, with various um, wrestlers and even have the opportunity to be able to, you know, run certain sessions and, you know, be able to connect and, and create really to, to create creative. I didn't like that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Hey, and we're back with a new episode of the Creative Brew. Today, we are back in beautiful Oceanside, California. Been on a 10-day road trip on the East Coast. Went to Pennsylvania, Kentucky, Tennessee. Had the opportunity to meet a variety of people. All kinds of wrestlers. You know, people that's looking to try to get better in some form or fashion. I'm always in gratitude to be able to connect and be able to, to give you know, perhaps some words of wisdom, perhaps things that can that help them along their way. And at the same time, be able to connect with them and, and use wrestling as a platform to be able to uh, help others along the way. And that's something that I've been wanting to do for, you know, for years now is using, using this platform, using the thing that has created some kind of, really created a foundation for me and be able to use that to advocate the sport and to, and really to, equate wrestling as a as a way of life um look other things that i'm trying to do with that but it, overall it was a great experience got to connect with all kinds of people uh new people coaches new opportunities so i, I will probably come september i will definitely probably be back on the road again um traveling and and speaking at various um, club team um, situations, going to back over to Campbellsville, uh, possibly going to Virginia. So a lot of opportunities there. And also too, um, you know, being able to partner up, uh, recently just partnered up uh, with Be Money Beasting. So I'm helping them as far as with their, their branding. And we're really trying to get out an affordable, uh, high quality, affordable shoe uh, into the wrestling market. And you know, obviously you've got your big names in the wrestling shoe game, but uh, being able to sort of jump in there in some form or fashion and sort of create our little niche and audience, um, I, I think is, is great. Um, I, I think that's something that um, I, I've been wanting to do and, and with my skill set and, you know, mainly in branding and design and uh, merchandise, you know, this is a great opportunity for me to, to be able to um, launch a an emerging brand. So um, had the opportunity to... Uh, have the shoes uh, at the different camps and clinics and be able to um, actually gave out a couple of pairs to um, to one of the coaches um, and then to one of the wrestlers too as well. But I, I had a lot of feedback about it, a lot of people seeing them. And like I said, that's helping to uh, develop the brand too as well. Um, so like I said, there's a lot of, lot of little things that, that are going forward right now. Uh, obviously there's some things that uh, I'm still working on to try to fine tune um, as I grow this business and, and ideally, you know, perfect situation. I would love to 
be able to have the clients, the, the larger clients, to be able to do more things. But, you know, with with anything, you know, you just got to be patient and uh, you, you, you keep going forward. Um, but like I said, a lot of opportunities have op has opened up. And I think that was the, really the one of the big takes uh, from doing this little tour was being able to use wrestling and to express myself as a as a coach, as a wrestler, as a creative and and really just providing something for uh, for wrestlers and for the people that was able to connect with me. So uh, just observations, you know, just things that I sort of took from uh, from the camps and clinics is, you know, I, I think probably some of the biggest things is that a lot, a lot of these kids, they're, I mean, even from middle school all the way up to college, um, going into college, a lot of people are looking for guidance. You know, they're looking for some kind of mentorship. They're looking for leadership. Um, they're looking for someone to sort of show them that show them the way. And I think as a coach, and I think for anyone that's in the, the coaching you know, atmosphere, you know, being a coach, I mean, it's a, it's a privilege. Um, it's not a luxury. I mean, it's, it's not anything that's glamorous. Um, and especially in wrestling, you know, it's just one of those where you're dealing with a lot of different personalities, a lot of different uh, backgrounds, people that, you know, skill sets, levels, and being able to, you know, from your capacity, being able to, you know, create the best value for, you know, for that wrestler or giving them the insight, the technique needed, uh, giving them the, the mentorship, the leadership needed. I mean, it's, uh, it's, a, it's a lot of work. And I'm going to tell you now, a lot of those, a lot of your coaches don't get paid enough for, for what you do. Um, you know, I, I just come in and, you know, talk to different teams, uh, different to, um, I talk to teams and, you know, coaches and, and, uh, wrestlers and doing individual workouts, but, to be a full-time coach, I mean, that is a lot of commitment, a lot of work. So I commend all y'all for, for what you do. Um, but um, yeah, that was just, you know, some of my observations that, you know, I think people um, are, are looking for, you know, especially young, young wrestlers, they're looking for, for leadership. They're looking for, um, you know, guidance, um, you know, definitely some of, the, some of the biggest things is just, you know, obviously mindset. Um, keeping them, you know, on the right track, getting them, keeping them sort of locked in and focused on, on what they have to do. Obviously, you know, with, during the summer, uh, it's a little bit more relaxed, but um, it's amazing to sort of see a, a, lot of, a lot of those wrestlers still working out, still looking to try to get better. Um, but yeah, some of the biggest things, even, even in camp is, you know, the mindset and sort of dial in and really focusing on what you want to take out of the camp. You know, you don't want to go to the camp and, you know, you really not learn anything. Um, you know, that's a waste of your money and a waste of uh, your parents' money uh, or the coach's money. Um, take something from it. Take one thing from it. It doesn't matter. It really doesn't matter what, but figure out ways of taking some kind of knowledge, putting it into your own skill set and applying that knowledge in some form or fashion. Um, that, that's, I think that's one of the biggest takeaways. Um, you know, I, I sort of, even when I do camps and clinics, you know, I always try to figure out, you know, what, you know, maybe I want to do something wild or something funky. And a lot of times it just goes back to, you know, the little things um, and sort of dial in on dialing in on little things. And um, I think, I think all those matter. Um, I, I think all those, you know, especially having a great foundation, it, it plays a part into, into what you're doing um, as a wrestler or uh, even, even as a, athlete in general you know that i think that's applicable to to anything is learning and knowing the the little things focusing on the little things focusing on the foundation um 
And I think that could, you know, create dividends for, for what you're doing uh, from a skill set, skill set wise, you know, um, maybe you're trying to learn all this technique and, you know, and I've told a lot of people, you know, it's, it's, you know, you've got all these coaches, they can show you moves. I mean, but we, what we have to do is dial in on the little things to make those, uh, make those moves more efficient, um, you know, to, to create that foundation to where it's going to be easier to apply all the, all the concepts and all the, all the um, technique. So um, that's some of the biggest things, you know, I, I also had the opportunity to, uh, to speak at uh, Southside Fitness in Cleveland, Tennessee, and I, I spoke to their football account and, we talked about actually used in reference the the technique used in as a lineman and i correlated that to you know to life you know how do we you know find the correct balance how do we cr uh, create the, the right positioning the right angle and uh, you know i i told the the kids you know it's uh you know the coaches you know they're under the assumption that yes the, you know the coaches are teaching you technique but even more importantly, they're, they're training you for life. They're teaching you about life. And we use sports as the, the context for, for life. We use that. And that's something that even now I'm starting to explore now is how do I use wrestling? How do I use martial arts? How do I use, you know, art design? How do I use all this as the context for life? And how am I, figuring out, you know, what, in what ways am I expressing, you know, how do I express myself more creatively through, through wrestling or maybe through writing or maybe through design? Um, you know, I think everything, everything is art. Everything is creativity. Um, and once you figure that out and once you learn that and you know that and you exude that, I think things become a little bit more natural to you. You know, when you, you don't see it as just a sport anymore, you see it as a meditation, you see it as a, as a uh, expression of art. You know, I, I, I used to, <laughs> I didn't ever think about that, you know, uh, and I've been in art forever. And I always sort of separated the wrestling part from my art side uh, or from my, you know, from the creativity part. And now I'm starting to realize there it's one and the same. And knowing that it actually allows me to, to free myself up as a wrestler um, to be able to, you know, create different things that's, that's going to benefit maybe creative uh, games to, to help out with my, my wrestlers or maybe just a, you know, just ways of creatively um, thinking about things when I'm wrestling or maybe I'm in certain positions or situations, how creative could I be? Uh, and I think when you allow that play, to come into uh, into anything, you you become a little bit lighter. You become a little bit more freer. You're not really concerned with the, the wins or losses per se. You're enjoying the process of play, and I I think that's something that we we may really need to focus on, uh, especially at the youth level. Is figuring out how can we create more play? Yeah, you know, because it, it's going to get serious. You know, you you get up to higher levels. You get up to high school, college, the world level. I mean, you have that level of seriousness. I mean, it's top competition. But at the same time, too, we still have to figure out ways of having that space of play and being able to creatively, you know, have fun while we're, while we're, you know, while we're competing. How fun. Because once we turn that into a job and it's just we're going through the motions, that, that energy isn't there anymore. And, you know, I've seen it from a lot of athletes before where 
you know, they've competed for so long and that energy is just isn't there anymore. And they just, they just quit altogether. So figuring out ways of, of, you know, injecting that play, injecting that creativity um, in everything that you do. I, I mean, yes, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm one of those people too. I used to figure out ways of, you know, just separating, separating all these things, um, you know, from, you know, maybe my design work, you know, separating my, the wrestling side, or maybe separating the, the, the speaking side, or maybe just separating the, just the normal, <laughs> the normal me from what I do. And in actuality, everything is all an expression of you, everything. And I think once we realize that, and we know that, hey, look, this is, this is how I express myself through such and such. This is how I express myself through such and such. It's all in a, an authentic expression of, of you, an extension of you. Even with the podcast, even with the, for me, even with the podcast and the, 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 the clothing brand and the design business and, you know, trying to work on books and characters, all these things, uh, even wrestling, coaching, competing, all these things are expressions of, of who I am. And I will figure out ways of expressing that, you know, forever. I'll figure, I'll figure it out a way. I'll figure out ways of expressing maybe some kind of new outlet. Maybe it's comedy. Who knows? Maybe it's music. You know, I'm not the best singer in the world, but figure out new ways, new avenues of expressing all the multi-dimensionalities um, of who you are. That's the game of life. That's figuring it out. That's the creative pursuit. That's the creative journey. It's finding more ways to experiment. I mean, life is just a grand experiment anyway. I mean, you can go this way or this way and, you know, ain't no telling where you'll end up. Maybe you, you're, you're dead set on some goal um, and you take a side quest somewhere and it leads you off the, the beaten path and you go somewhere, but then you lead back onto the main road. It's all an experiment. It's all a game. Maybe you're doing, you know, um, volunteer work or maybe you're doing this and that and everything else and you look back and you sort of see you know at, at face value I mean you may feel like you're chaotic it may feel like wow you're just all over the place but when you look back and you see the mosaic for what it is it's it's all art it's one your life is one beautiful mosaic of art that's that's all it is the messy parts the good parts the the awesome parts it's all one beautiful mosaic. You know, sometimes we talk about, hey, you know, we, we want everything to be peachy and, you know, we want life to be great. If you turn that back into art and, and, and um, no, if you turn that back into art, you know, even relating to the concept of art, you can't have a form, you can't create a form without having the light and the, and the dark. You have to have some kind of darkness to create the form or the illusion of form. So knowing that, hey, your, your, your life is going to be one beautiful mess of different things. And when you piece it together, it can turn out into something beautiful. That's if we choose to, to, to see it like that. But all I'm doing is, is sort of with this, episode is just telling you that 
you know, we're, we're all sort of expressing um, all kinds of things within ourselves. And we need to start realizing that, you know, yes, it's really easy to, you know, in our mind to say, hey, look, this is what we do here. This is what we do here. This is what we do here. But in actuality, you know, everything is art. All, all, the, all the things that we're doing, all the things that you're doing in your daily life, it's all art. Even the mundane things, even the, the things that are sort of boring, it's all an expression of you. Now, obviously, if you want to put more out in the world, then you're going to have to put that energy out. You're going to have to put more out. If you're looking to receive more um, in this world, you're going to have to put more out. That's what I got today. You know, th that was the, maybe my observation from the trip and sort of coming back and having the opportunity to see some of my friends and family and even playing, you know, I, I honestly, I actually had the opportunity on a side note, I actually had the opportunity to bring my little niece. Um, two instances, I had the opportunity to bring my, my oldest grandkid. Um, she went with me to some of these uh, events and was able to record and, and create content for me, which was awesome. And then having the opportunity to bring my little niece uh, to a scholarship banquet. And they, use, they generally bring back past winners and they were actually celebrating new winners for the scholarship and had the opportunity to bring her in to almost, you know, to expose her into, into something new. And it's sort of awesome because she's like a little social butterfly and she was saying hello and introducing herself to everyone. I have a problem doing that. I'm a podcaster. I'd, you know, creating this content. I do speaking engagements. I have issues <laughs> trying to trying to just introduce myself to myself to people, and she does it so effort, effortlessly. It's it's unbelievable. You know, she just comes in and just you know puts herself out in the world. That's something I would love to nurture, even with her growing up, watching her grow up. How could I help her nurture that? And it's it's actually pretty cool, you know. And I wanted to be able to expose her to maybe something new and introducing her to, to just new people. But I want to do that because I actually brought my mom last year to the event. And, you know, I always see a part of my mom in my niece, um, personality wise, just the way she, her mannerisms. So it was pretty cool to be able to uh, bring her to this, you know, to this banquet uh, this year. And uh, I had the opportunity to do that. And, and it was, it was always pretty cool. And I, and I, I think me personally, being from the creative side, I'm always sort of observing, you know, how my, my niece and nephew, like, how do they play? How do they operate <laughs> during their daily life? You know, what, you know, what things are they afraid of or what things do they have no fear of? And it was just amazing with her, just how confident and, and bold she was and really didn't care, you know, really didn't care who it was, you know, just introduced herself and it, and then people talked back to her. It was, it, you know, it was crazy. You know, she gave hugs to people. D didn't know them. <laughs> Had no clue who they were. Gave them a hug. And it's sort of amazing, you know, amazing to me. Like, why, you know, obviously there's all kinds of issues on, on, on why we don't do that. But how come we're not so open like that? You know, maybe we just get so beaten down to where, you know, we feel like, you know, we, we get so guarded to where we can't even do that anymore. We can't even... Just give someone a hug. We can't even just say hi anymore. I mean, I, you know, I still do it. I mean, I still say hi, you know, 
but having, you know, being able just to come out there and say, you know what? Hey, here I am. How you doing? And glad to meet you. Really so easy a child could do it. And <laughs> we have a hard time doing that. So it's amazing. It's really amazing to sort of see that. Also, too, um, before we sign off, I actually have a piece of artwork that is in partnership with Artists in Solidarity to actually help migrant families um, as, as, with this auction. The proceeds from this auction, art auction, helps migrant um, organizations that help migrant families. And um, there's a lot of issues going on, really highly contentious uh, topic right now, but I believe art can, can save lives. I believe art, you know, can, can create social movements. And I think with this, this is a way for me to help support that, support that cause, um, because I believe in humanity. Um, you know, it's really easy to see, you know, division and borders and countries, but I see humanity. And this is just being a good, good human. And if you're interested, if you want to donate, uh, you can go to artistsandsolidarity.com and you can go through and there's all kinds of different artists to choose from. I've actually got a piece up on there um, if anyone wants to bid on it, but there's all kinds of um, artists to choose from and um, they, they're right, right now collecting proceeds. They'll actually be pushing this all the way up through uh, July 30th. So check them out at artistsandsolidarity.com. Other than that, best way to support this show, go to www.buymeacoffee.com forward slash the creative brew and for the price of a cup of coffee you can support this episode as well as future episodes this episode will also be on soundcloud spotify apple podcast and once again hey this is the creative brew be creative stay inspired